0: Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to the Beyond Jiu Jitsu podcast. My name's Adam Charles with Kieran Lefebvre, episode 73, changing teams. I did it. The perfect intro. Excellent. Well done. I said words in a row. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of the episode is going to be terrible. No. <laughs> Oh, this is an interesting topic. Changing teams—I've never experienced it myself. Um, I know that you I have. wish
0: you would. <laughs> Don't press the button.
1: I was going to, <laughs> but I remember last time you—you uh, you were threatening to confiscate my my button privileges. So I need to keep that shit in check. However, cut me deep.
0: <laughs> cut me deep. Yeah, changing teams—it happens. Welcome to the Gracie Barha podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: I like it. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. Is that name taken? No. <laughs> <laughs> is that team name taken? Never heard of it.
1: Yep, yep. It's funny when uh, you have like external MCs come and and orchestrate the local jujitsu comps here in Sydney. A lot of the time they they call it Gracie Barra. Yeah, they sure it, do. And it it's quite funny. Like they'll they'll be just like an MC, you know, like a MC for hire, and they'll be like, "Oh, this person from Gracie Barra." And you're like, "Yeah, ah.
0: <laughs> yeah." The, uh, it was, what some of the other ones you hear like um. I don't know, but yeah, any I guess any Portuguese word that mm. that's pronounced incorrectly. How do
1: you pronounce alliance in Portuguese? Because they they Al- call it like Allianz, alliance, right? Alliance, alliance, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you hear like the the jiu jitsu orientated uh, MCs, particularly of their Portuguese background, they will they'll say team alliance,
0: yeah. Which I think is also yeah. I don't know, eh? Hey. That's funny because like I think when you're for me when you're speaking, whatever language you're speaking, you mm. pronounce it in, in that, like you pronounce the word as you would in that language. Otherwise you, you wouldn't be able to be understood as easily. Sort of. But like, you know, Barra and, and Alliance are different because like it's the Alliance is a word in English and it's a word in Portuguese. They mm. just obviously have different pronunciations, right? So if you're speaking English, for me, you use the English pronunciation, but if you're saying Whereas Barra, like it's a place, right? So yeah. it's not like, it's not like, you know, oh, but barra's is the English pronunciation for the word. It's like, well, no, the word doesn't exist in English. So therefore it kind of- It's own, a name and it's it, Baha. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the name of a place or so it really only has right. the 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 Portuguese pronunciation, which for anyone listening, yeah, is, is Baha. Because
1: right? R's in Portuguese are pronounced
0: as a H sound, right? No, pronounces- it depends. If, it's, if the R is at the start of the word, it's a H. So for example, Rio, the city is actually pronounced Hiu, right with a what? H. What? Yeah. Mind blown, <laughs> I really. Yeah, so all these, all these. Hiu, all I these, thought it was Rio, that's nah. so crazy. <laughs> so all these famous uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu guys or football players and their names start with R. So like, you know, well, how do you, do you say Rickson Gracie? No, no. you say Hicks and Gracie. It's
1: pronounced, it's spelled with an R. Yeah. And same as Hodrig- Delaheva. De when I first tried to learn how to spell that, I was like, "What the fuck? It's Della De Riva." Riva yeah. i have been called. I'd be saying Della Riva this whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
0: know, that's that's like, the Hodja Gracie, Hanatu yeah. Could uh, you know Hanatu, You know, all the football players. Like, Even your Hon-
1: wife Hanata, right? Uh, yeah, it's spelled with an R.
0: Yeah. Sometimes she introduces herself as the R pronunciation. Renato, yeah, yeah, just because makes it easy. English speakers, yeah, right. it's easy. But yeah, in Gracie Baja's situation, yeah, it's pronounced with a H if the word starts with an R. Or if there are two R's together, it's then a H sound.
1: Well, fuck, there you go. So Portuguese Bar-Hars, lessons. B-A-R-R-A, right? Right. So two R's in a row is a H, or yeah. if it's at the start
0: of the word. Yeah, think about like pojada. Everyday yeah. pojada. It's you, two R's. Yeah, it's two R's is how it's spelled. Right. The first. Thing. If it was one R, then it would be rolling your R and it would be porada. Yeah. That would be pronounced but because it's two R's. It's all the R's,
1: R's are rolled. Yeah. So, yeah. If anything, it would be Gracie Barra. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if it was one, well, yeah, yeah, Barra. If it barra. was one R, it would be Barra. Yeah. Gracie Barra.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I have a hard time rolling the R's. I always overemphasize it because they roll their R's in Swedish as well. Oh, do that. I'm trying to learn Swedish. And yeah, I always like really, I have when I roll it, I have to fucking roll it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Eh? Like
0: I, I never had a problem with it unless it's words that are a T and then an R in Portuguese. Yeah, I really struggle with it. Mm-hmm. So like- Por- the Portuguese words for like train and things like that. Like as in a train station, mm. like cause it's T and then R, like mm. I really struggle with it. But um, anyway, that's a Portuguese lesson. No, that lesson was, that instead was awesome. of changing teams lessons. Well, I related. guess if you it is. Cause if you want to change teams, don't walk in and be like, I'm ready to join Gracie Barra. Barra. <laughs> Barra. Gracie Barra. Barra Kuda. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you do hear that, right? Like, mm. you know, so-and-so from Gracie Barra. And you're like,
1: I cringe a little. I'm not even a part of the team, obviously. I'm Allianz. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you cringe a little. You're like, oh, <laughs> just doesn't sit right. But yeah, uh, sounds, I it
0: sounds terrible yeah. as well. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I, I feel that when they're, they're like, and Roger Gracie is Roger. Roger, like Roger. Roger sounds like such a lame name, but Hodger, I'm, I'm on board with. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Shout out to all the Rogers out there. We don't think your name sounds lame. <laughs>
0: yeah, imagine <laughs> if you had like a live listener count and it's yeah. just gone like boop, like yeah, 20 like people <laughs> disappear. 20 <and> Rogers. <laughs> If your name is Roger, we want to know about it. Yeah. If your name's Roger, start introducing yourself as Hodger. Yeah. You'll get more
1: ladies. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: You have to have a cauliflower ear and be good at jujitsu. Yeah.
0: yeah, That's right. That's yeah. the rules. Yeah. You have to be a 10 time world champion. Yeah. In, in I got
1: complimented on my cauliflower ear yesterday. Someone By said that-
0: Someone said that it's very uniformed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's aesthetically pleasing. As far as Collie's go, it's it's quite uh, aesthetic. It's not like, you know, in one spot only, it's Who like the, the complete top um, ads. ads in. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh Collie, nice. It's very, it's very esthetic like, shut <laughs> up,
0: dude. <then." laughs> your face is like uniformly ugly. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very consistent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so know. my right ear is fucked. So I can never quit jiu-jitsu.
0: Yeah. No, otherwise you're just an ugly dude who can't fight. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they say. I'm still going to be an ugly dude, but I might if be able you, to do jujitsu jitsu a yep, little bit. A little bit, a little bit of jiu-jitsu. Mm. Uh, okay. So before we dive in, just want to give a shout out. we got a shout out to give Matt from Nevada. Thanks for sending the message, Matt. I'm not going to read it to people, although I will read the start of it. He said, Great podcast, gentlemen. Then put in brackets. I use that term loosely.
1: Yeah, it made us laugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, thanks for the message, bro. We shall keep the topics coming for, to use your words, tiny brain. I'm not going to say you had a tiny brain. You did a pretty solid job. to burn be able to us.
1: understand this podcast, you need to be quite advanced yeah. cognitively. Yeah, Like we, we talk about some highbrow things here at the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu yep, podcast. We should
0: get top hats. Yes.
1: <laughs> and cigars. <laughs> and a mustache.
0: <laughs> what the fuck? This intro is
1: outrageous. So,
0: changing teams. Yeah. Yeah. When everyone wants to know, when yep. are you doing it, Kieran? When you- <laughs> I'm Gracie Barra. Here I come. Uh, this,
1: this might be bad timing to announce on <laughs> the air, but yeah, I'm, I am leaving. For, uh, yes. No, I, well, I, I wouldn't even know. I, I wouldn't know where to go.
0: Yeah, I mean obviously well, to be to, to be honest, in the area where we eat, where we live, you are s- spoilt for choice. Oh yeah, we have lots of not- lots of different teams. I don't know, it's up to you to decide whether they're good choices. They're all excellent. Are they? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm just talking shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't buy into the whole team loyalty thing. Despite being quite quite loyal to my to my team but yeah it goes back to the old sort of incorrect mentality of of gyms instructors or teams feeling like they they own the student and some teams take it aggressively far you know I don't want to say teams because you know it's very even even the whatever team that behaves inappropriately or does this and that and all this bullshit, obviously there's still, that's not everyone in the team, you right. know? So it's like whenever you, you're talking about a, a group of individuals, obviously not a hundred percent of people are like that. Uh, but you know, at this, one of my students, she she trained at a different team previously. And you know, yeah, obviously now trains with us and she was telling me that at her previous gym and team the the amount of pressure that they would put to not allow any sort of cross team interaction was she was saying that she was at a competition one time and she had a friend of hers fighting and like who didn't train for her, the same team as her, different team, and she was coaching her friend because it's a friend of hers, mm-hmm. and then like her coaches all gave her the stink eye because she was coaching a non, you know, was she team. fighting
1: someone on her team? Though?
0: I can't remember, but does it fucking matter? For me, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. So if if I was fighting someone and yeah. someone that I train with, like one of our training partners, like. I don't know, pick anyone, right? Maybe fuck whoever it is, like Toby, Anthony, whoever. Or whatever. Like anyone other than yourself, I was fighting someone and they they started coaching the other person, I'd be a bit dirty. I'd be like, what the hell?
0: No, like, but that's you like you're be- talking about people that like you personally know.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. Cause the team that you're talking about expands beyond gyms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, So I'm so talking about I, like, so yeah, if it's sorry. just
0: the one team is in the one gym. The brand was, yeah. It's, okay. it's like, obviously that would be a bit weird. Cause it'd be like, yeah, of You're course. coaching
1: against your your training you're, partner. That's, yeah, what, yeah. that's what I was no, thinking. No, no. I was sorry, like, I'm, fuck man. I, yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about a team you, where you.
0: they have hundreds of gyms. Yeah. So they have members that you've never seen before At in that point, It's a brand, let's be honest. Yeah. So like, it's like, and she got the. And like I said, I can't even remember if her friend was fighting someone from her right. own team as in the global like, right, team. Like, yeah, yeah, got you. Right, but if if she was, like, what's it matter? Yeah. You know, like I remember my I don't want to say the names of these people for this particular um anecdote, but essentially what happened was there was this there was this guy and he trained at a gym. Mm. And because he already trained there, his girlfriend left her gym to train at the same gym as him. Okay. right. So this like, and not just like some fling boyfriend and girlfriend, like they've been together for years and whatever. Anyway, so the boyfriend and girlfriend were training at this gym, remembering the girl only came to that gym because her boyfriend trained there. Got you. And then, I mean, maybe after a year or something and they're both brown belts. So, or purple belts or something. So that's not like they're new to jujitsu. The, the boyfriend got kicked out of the gym for doesn't matter why, right? He just got kicked out. So the girlfriend left with him as you would expect, right? And the owners of the gym like messaged the girl saying, oh, if you're following him instead of staying with the team, you've really got to reassess your life and realign your priorities and blah, blah, blah. Wait, what? So, I'm not making this up so
1: bro. So the gym owners and the, the people running the gym rank the team in jiu-jitsu higher than someone's long term relationship. Yes.
0: Mm. <laughs> like mm. and <laughs> that's a reality
1: I, sort of warping. I would like my, to think this is
0: like the the one in a million gym who approaches yeah. it this way. Um I, I
1: you know. That's I taking hope jiu-jitsu is life to the, the next level.
0: But it is. Shrek is life. <laughs> Shrek is love. Love. Shrek, Shrek is, is life. life. Um, uh if you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you don't, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Strap yourself in, son. You're in for a ride.
1: Uh yeah. So that I mean, we've spoken about these sort of extreme opinions and extreme approaches to jujitsu before. But I mean, it takes stories like that to really bring it into reality and say, No, these these people exist. I don't yeah, know, man. And I think that's pretty ridiculous.
0: I it's absurd. It's mm. absurd. Mm. Uh, you know, I believe if, if, I don't want to say that if, if you love something, set it free. <laughs> <but, laughs> you love it, set it free. But, you know, if, if you Adam truly, I'm you free. <laughs> I like you as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. I think, um, <laughs> I, I think if you really, if someone really has your best interests at heart and particularly like your, your instructor, right. If they have your best interests at heart and want the best for you and out of you, then they will help you achieve that. And, you know, that can extend, that can start from just a coaching point of view and extend to a changing teams, uh, reality. So if we're talking about coaching, let's say one of our, our, our solid white belts, Nicholas, is really good at bolos. That's what he likes and everything. And I can teach him a bolo. I can do a bolo, but is it my specialty? No. So, you know, when he's asking questions, I might point him in a direction that is, you know, where some another resource can better help him, you know, because I'm not an expert at it. But that could also extend to, you know, uh, my student, Sophia, when, you know, she was looking for, to, she wanted to get out of Sydney because it's where she like grew up and everything, but she still wanted to pursue a jujitsu and train and whatever. And, um, you know, I'm pushing her to go to Melbourne train with Lockie. Like it's, you know, it's the place to be or whatever. Uh, it'd be same for you. If you said to me, man, I'm willing to move overseas. Like I wouldn't be upset if that meant you left alliance, right? Like, you know, of course I, I lived in Brazil and I could say, go there or go to Marcel or whatever, but like, you know, I could also go, man, you know, fuck for your style and where you're at man. go train in, you know, with Andre Galval, with Atos, like, cause it's, I mean, you as an individual and your goals are more important for me than any team. I think like, I love the camaraderie of, of the team and, I, and, and that's great. I'm not trying to, disregard that at all. And despite it being an individual sport, it is still a team sport in the sense that, well, you can't just train it by yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but if your instructor really has your best interests at heart, you know, they should be okay with that. And, it, and you know, everyone's favorite, um, guys, it's a huge honor, <laughs> everyone's favorite guy, Bernardo, like it happened to him, you know, it was actually the first ever gym I trained at in Brazil was Brazilian top team in a city called de Foda, which is the city that Bernardo's from. It's the city my wife's from. And so that's where he got his black belt from a guy called Ricardo Marquez, the head of Brazilian top team in de Foda. And when Bernardo was like wanting to, man, like I want to pursue this, be world champion or whatever, like his coach, Ricardo was like, man, you've got to move to Sao Paulo and train with Fabio, you know, and that's why now Bernardo's known as being from Alliance and under Fabio and everything, because that's where he won all his world titles with Fabio. But it, it's because, I mean, I don't maybe it's not because of Ricardo, but I mean, the fact that he had a coach that Essentially told him to change teams, you know, like mm-hmm. this is what's best for you like and 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 it's Let's imagine in an old alternate universe that Ricardo wasn't like that and he was more sort of, you know Like the whole Kriyonshi thing mm-hmm. and didn't let him change teams or whatever either Bernardo would have not been the successful athlete and the person we know him today in the jiu-jitsu community, or he still would have gone to Fabio and like had had to then have this sour salty relationship for the rest of his life with his previous coach because his coach, you know, wasn't on board with him changing teams. Mm. You know, so I think that's a real perfect example of um, how life-changing having the ability to train wherever you want you know, uh, can go. And now, like if Bernardo's ever in Juchifoto, he goes back to Brazilian top team. Like, I mean, it's still, I'm sure he still has very fond memories of the place and it'll always have a special place in his heart, you know. Same as if you ended up going to train with Atos. Same even for me, my very first coach was a Hicks and Gracie black belt, the first guy I trained with in Canada. You know, and if I ever saw him, I would still have a soft spot for Shane. His name's Shane Rice, the first ever like full-time coach I had. Um, whereas, yeah, and he was the same thing when I told him I was moving to Brazil, he was super supportive, like, and he was one that helped me pick to go to Alliance and whatever. And I think a good coach has your best interests at heart. I think it does definitely maybe hurt a little bit more from a coach point of view when it happens like locally, that sucks a little bit, but, but, you know, like if your student leaves to go train at the other gym across the street or something, that sucks, but I think you got to like, look at yourself, right? It shouldn't, you, you shouldn't be putting that blame on the student. You should be going, well, what did I do wrong? As a, as a business, what service wasn't I providing? What was wrong with my product? And sometimes there's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes that individual just doesn't want to buy what you're selling. Mm-hmm. You know, the other anecdote I always give is that when, you know, one of Australia's most well-known athletes, Levi, Levi Jones Leary, when he first started moving overseas to train the first place he went to was actually kabrinias in la under alliance but he just didn't really gel with the way that the club was run and the way kabrini taught and everything and then he ended up in new york with unity as we know him today but does that mean that it's a bad gym and kabrini is a bad instructor and whatever no i don't think so like kabrini produced a whole lot of high level guys kabrini himself is one of the most successful jujitsu athletes of all time but it just didn't work for Levi. So the point is that some people just won't want to buy your product. You know, if, if, my, if, if my restaurant is a sushi restaurant and you don't like seafood, like it would be ridiculous of me to be upset that you went across the road and had Italian. Well, you don't like fucking sushi, bro. You yeah. know, like, like, I mean, I can't please everyone. So, you know, sometimes, yes, you, there'll be something wrong with your product and your service, but sometimes not. Right, and, and that's, that's okay. Yeah, you know, it might suck a little bit, especially if you had a good rapport with that individual, but hey man, like they're free to do whatever they want.
1: I think that you could summarize this whole ethos, if you will, this whole mentality of being putting the individual above the team, whereas a lot of teams out there put the team above all the individuals. Yeah, 100%. And I think that if you're emphasizing the needs of the individuals in that team, the team's gonna be stronger in the end. But if yeah, you're simply and, prioritizing the team over everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think when you're but I think it's important. It's you know, what's that um old expression? Um oh God, I think it's from the the three musketeers, isn't it? The whole like one for all, all for one, yeah. Or whatever it is, all <laughs> for one, one for all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think like the the individual and their goals as an individual is more important than the team because when they're out on the mat, it is just them. Right. And it's them and their success. If there's someone that's wanting to have a career in jujitsu, I mean, it's, it's them as an individual, like the team, isn't paying them their salary mm. and maybe some teams do. I don't know. That'd be crazy, but it'd mm. be cool. You know, so they're more important, but when, but it is, you know, one for all, all for one in the sense that when you're in the team, you know, the team is important in the sense that like, okay, we're part of the same team. So if I help you, it makes you stronger as an individual, which makes the team stronger, which is going to help you make me stronger. You know, like you scratch my back, I scratch yours sort of thing. So when I you're- leave believe you're itchy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that as a comeback to that <laughs> saying I've never heard that. <laughs> Did you just wing that then? <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm if the you I like it. <laughs> you talk a lot of shit here. You're on Jiu-Jitsu podcast. So when you're when you're in the team, I think it's important to to support the team. As in team as in like your your direct teammates. Mm. I don't mean like the anecdote at the start. Oh, that dude's got an alliance ski. no idea who he is. But then my friend from you know, Gracie Baja's fighting him. So I'm going to coach this dude that I've never met over my friend. Mm. No, I'm going to coach my friend. Right. Like, mm. because, you know, my relationship with that person is more important than any team, but you know, I'd mean your direct teammates. Yeah. It's important that like that camaraderie is super important to make you all stronger, which makes you stronger as an individual. Mm. But yeah, like, you know, when it goes to any, any jujitsu competition that, doesn't have team points. And what I mean by that is like, let's say all the super fight events, like who's number one dude. Like they, yeah. Like they, they'll introduce them or on the header on flow grappling, they'll say it's training out of, but like no one, like no one cares, you know, like it it really, (laughs) it really doesn't matter the same way that really in the UFC, no one cares what Jim, the UFC fighter fights out of Mm. really. Right. Like, so, in that regard, you know, uh, you know, no team is bigger than any one individual, but you know, like I'm trying to make it, I'm trying not to upset too many people.
1: Yeah. Don't upset anyone, Adam. We don't like doing that. Except all the Rodgers. Fuck off. (laughs) The Hodgers. Come on. Apologize. Hodgers are cool. Rodgers. Rodgers are Hodgers in disguise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's so weird considering that I came into this sport in in your team, in Alliance, uh, Rose Bay, Sydney, Alliance, Sydney. And there was never this like Creonchi mentality. There was never this like, um, you know, alliance or, or death being pushed. So it's it's kind of difficult to weigh in on a on a topic from the I've never seen you've it. you've never
0: seen it or yeah. experienced it. I've experienced hand.
1: like a drop in the ocean. Like I said, this is nothing. But I did I did two classes at Gracie Baja Bondi, um, and so I I sort of understand their structure. But I, I was never there long enough to to understand their culture. Right. You're never going to understand culture being there once or twice when you've never done jujitsu before. Right. Yeah. It's not going to happen.
0: I mean, I've had, I've had people will come down to my gym for open mats and they've said to me, Mm. can you make sure I don't appear in any photos? Cause if my coach sees it, he'll kick me out of the gym.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a red flag. And I mean, we've done, we've done a whole episode. I'm
0: like, yeah, you should be thanking him. You should you should want to feature in a photo. Yeah. And like, it's, 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 <laughs> you it's, should it's, want to be on the website. <laughs> kinda, it's kind of like when you want to break up with someone, yeah. but like you know, you just be a really shitty partner. So they break up with you. So you don't have to be the bad guy. This might be the equivalent of like, you want
1: to break up with your partner. So you make a sex tape with someone else. <laughs> and you, you send them the Pornhub link. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: maybe, maybe not. <laughs> not recommended. Is that why we these cameras are here? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they are waterproof. <laughs> <laughs>
0: gross. gross. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, so <laughs> just, I think, you know, teams as well, like it's kind of a bit of mixed messages going on because as well, you know, as a community, of course, uh, you know, n- you can't be a community if you're just one, right? So the community aspect, like in that regard, a team is bigger than any one individual. If you're talking about like, Every the other sides of jujitsu in terms of you know, just like the atmosphere or mm. you know, going for for post competition celebrations or you know the partying that goes on after worlds or things comp like, prep, that. Stuff yeah, like that. Com yeah, comp prep yeah. and you know all that. That's bigger than any one individual. Mm. And from a marketing point of view, a team is bigger than any one individual as well because one person can only be in one place at a time. Uh, but yeah, when you're talking about a person's individual journey, or just the overall concept of, of a team owning a student, is just absurd, man.
1: Yeah, and uh, because at the end of the day, look, man, like we talk about it from a position of like, Jiu Jitsu is ranked pretty high in our lives, right? Which is understandable. we have a fucking Jiu Jitsu podcast. Like you gotta take everything with a grain of salt. We're looking at this through a lens of, you know, Jiu Jitsu is important. What about for the people that Jiu Jitsu is legitimately a sport? They have no ambition to, you know, compete. They they probably won't even get a black belt one day. Maybe they will if they yeah, stick like to it. It's like barely longer. a
0: hobby for them or something. Mate,
1: they train twice a week. They do it for fitness. They enjoy it. If you're one of those people, which is a lot of our listeners, and your team is having ownership of you, that's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. That's weird, man. Like- there's Especially
0: because no, you're giving them money for that.
1: You're paying them for a service. You're paying to be a part of this team. Like you're paying to be in this club, right? And if they're they're like putting restrictions on your life, like, oh, you've moved cities, you can't train. Or or if you train at another gym in this area, don't come back. That's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. There's no other way to put it.
0: Yeah. I I think, you know, sometimes these I think though you know, to throw a bone or to, you know, in defense of the teams, I think sometimes this can happen though, regarding like how it happens, you know, so what I mean by that is there's two sides to every story. And, you know, so the classic one is seeing someone leave a team and open a gym next door and, you know, coach all the students from that current gym that happens, but okay. You could argue, well, if the original gym was doing a good job, the students wouldn't have left to go there anyway. Uh, but you know, things like, let's say you have a student who you legitimately have done a lot for. I don't want to like, let's say you have a student who your gym, like, I don't mean like your team, but your, your individual gym, Sponsors them, for example, let's say you've got a you know a student where you you know you pay for their training, you pay for their competition fees, you give them free geese or whatever, like you have some sort of arrangement with them. that student should never feel like they're you know uh, perpetually in debt to you because that's not fair right to to offer something to a student to say like oh but you'll own, you'll be in debt to me forever." right? Because, you know, once it's in the past, it's in the past, right? But I think that situations like that is then why when, if that individual does eventually leave the team, if they do it in the wrong way, that's when it can become super salty, right? Like if you had a, had a student who was with you for like six years, they've never paid to train. You paid for their airplane tickets to LA to go fight the worlds, and you did all this stuff to support them and sponsor them to help them achieve their goals. And then all of a sudden like, you know, the the gym across the street offers them some measly salary to coach there and they just like up and leave you without even having a conversation with you or something. You can see how that then creates this kind of like – Like, fuck, bro, like, you did me dirty, you know? I think
1: that's between individuals.
0: Yeah, right, but but I mean, I guess then, you know, all it takes is one of those, uh, you know, illegitimate, uh, like, YouTube article, like, what's that one? Like, the- um, BJJ, Eastern European, or whatever—that always has like they're the, very reputable. Yeah, that always has like the lamest articles. Hey, like, man, they've published me. Come on,
1: <laughs> not always, all of them are Always
0: shit. has the lamest articles. Ah. <laughs> but you know, like they would just grab whatever content, like, yeah. and all it takes is something like that to grab that article and be saying like, you know, um, you know, and they spin it however they want, like, yeah. oh, whatever, like Gracie Baja kicks out this person, or like so and so, like leaves whatever, you know, so it can depend how it happens between the individuals. And then that can just be like dumped on the team, mm. you know, like even look when Huberto Jimenez like, you know, it was like, oh, Huberto Jimenez leaves Alliance. It's like, well, sort of, it was more that like his dad was essentially kicked out mm. slash left Alliance because of, you know, things falling apart between his dad, who's also a black belt, like Huberto's dad and Alliance. And obviously Huberto is like, well, I'm not leaving my dad, right? So if my dad's leaving Alliance, I'm leaving Alliance, right? So it wasn't even so much like, Roberto leaves Alliance. It was like, yeah, okay. Like he left the team, I guess, but it was more that his dad went a different direction. He's going to go with his dad. you know. So there's always two sides to the story, but you can definitely see where the salt and the hate builds when it's a situation like that. But I do want to give that sort of little asterisk. Like I said, I would never want a student to feel like, You're forever in debt, like you know how when someone like I don't know maybe they, whatever they they, they buy you a beer or they buy you dinner one time or something, and then you know years pass and like yeah, but I bought you dinner that time, bro, and you'll be like, what that's fucking nothing to do with it, like bro, you know you're not just because you do something for someone doesn't mean they're permanently. If you're doing it to think they're gonna be in debt to you you're doing it with the wrong reasons
1: that's like a transactional relationship
0: yeah and i think
1: I, that that's a I personality think, that's a personal yeah. thing as for I me
0: think. for me as an individual if i was you don't think that way no yeah. and if i was aiding a student that way my for me my debt that i would feel i'm owed is a conversation if they were going to you know go off and train elsewhere mm-hmm. I, I would actually not even a conversation i would hope that they ask for my advice you know like oh hey like you know, I want to do some more training or I'm I'm moving to this, I want to move here. Like, where can I go? Like, I would be, my, my feeling would be like, Hey man, you should know I'm here to help. Like, you know, talk to me and I'll help you make the best decision. I would like to think that's, you know, but anyway, I was just giving that story to, to explain, you can see how people get to that very like, this person hates this person. And then that just translates to that person just hating that team because yeah. they associate that individual with that team. You it's know? just
1: like classic, you know, I don't know, jujitsu fucking reality TV, bloody personality clashes. And it, that's just, I just don't drama. get it.
0: It actually makes me sort of think about, um, it almost kind of makes me think about politics in the way that, I uh, yeah, we're not a political pol- podcast. I'm not political at all, but, you know, I find it bizarre that in the US and it's similar in Brazil that people are like, oh, you know, my dad was a Republican. My dad's dad was a Republican. Dad's dad's dad was a Republican. So I'm a Republican. It's like, it's not a fucking football team, bro. Like, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you should neither be a Republican or a Democrat. You should be, I vote for whoever is coming forward with the best proposal. Mm. You know, you have two candidates, right? To keep it simply, you have two candidates and it doesn't matter. You've got- you know, it doesn't matter whether they're Republican or Democrat. It should be whoever is presenting the best solutions to the problems of the, the logical, countries. AC. That are, yeah, it's the logical, and mate. I don't get it. And people do that with teams as well. It's yeah. like, you know, uh, like if I, let me think, you know, like, I don't know. Actually, I'll tell you this. I When I was, whenever I'm in Jirijifoda, the city that Bernardo's from, there's actually an alliance there. And I did want to go visit it. I didn't end up having time, but like, even though I'm Alliance, when I'm in Jujifoto, I go train at Brazilian top team. Yeah. right. Cause that's like, it, it fucking doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about the Alliance in Jujifoto. I've never been there. So it's not as simple as well, the Brazilian top teams better, but it's like, well, they're already friends of mine. I've trained there before. I know their coach. I know Bernardo, like I go there. It doesn't fucking matter. You don't own me, Kieran.
1: I wish I did, <laughs> what's, what's the price? Bye.
0: One more coffee,
1: <laughs> and I'm all yours. But this was like, I mean, this is an interesting topic. It's not something that we can really like say, "Hey, if you're in this situation, do this, this, and this," because it's very like, in, yeah. But it's I mean, hang on. Individual.
0: Let me read. Let me read a quote. So this happened. This happened quite recently. Let me just bring it up here. Dun
1: dun 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 dun. Very- Wait for uh, it. It's very entertaining podcasting. Wait for it. Dramatic pauses. Nope, that's, we, we need a Jamie to look things up. It's like, Jamie, look that up.
0: Jamie, get a, get a boy's name. What? A girl's name, boy's name, girl's name, Jamie, Jamie. Jamie's a man. Jamie's a man? Yes. What's wrong
1: with it? Just look up the fucking thing, what, man. What, what, People what, listening <laughs> like, fucking <laughs> hell, just skip. You, okay, so on Spotify, you have a skip 15 second button. <laughs> So, I need everyone to start pressing that until something <laughs> interesting occurs.
0: Look, this uh, a refreshing approach to changing teams helped Lucas Rodriguez achieve his something something. And it's more, let me just open it to achieve his BJJ goals. Um so uh so when he was a, a brown belt he was he trained where is he from Europe I think from Sweden actually and he was offered to go train at AOJ under the Mendez brothers hmm. and yeah, his coach, who essentially essentially encouraged him to go, and I believe that Lucas has now ended up back in Sweden just because of COVID and, mm. you know, everything's sort of fallen apart. But his coach said, the people who really want your well-being or care for you, they don't care where you are or where you fight for. They only care how good you feel. Wow. You know, and like, you know, I guess similar Juice to bubs. what – Jesus, you want some tissues, bro? Mate, start weeping. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, and I think that's true. You know, kind of like what I said at the start: the people who really have your best interests at heart, you know, they're gonna. I don't know, like, uh, yeah. Well, if, if again, man, if 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 you said to me that you were gonna go train at one of these other gyms, like that are in Sydney or Gracie whatever, would, her, <laughs> yeah, because you felt it was the best decision for your jujitsu, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Depends don't on know. where. <laughs> I don't know, man, I was, uh, even thinking about it, it's made me sad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, I mean, yeah, like, you know, it'd be hard for it not to, like, sting a bit, but, you know, if that's the decision that, yeah, like, I don't mm-hmm. own you, right? I mean, if that's the decision you make, I, I, like, I would wish you the best. Um Podcast would would end. I would stop saying hello. I would stop saying hello to you at competitions. Yeah, you block me on Instagram. Whoever you're fighting, I would coach them, Yeah, you know. (laughs) Yeah, bro, he'll sit in that triangle forever. (laughs) (laughs) He won't tap, but he'll be fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Clickety clack, it's fucked. (laughs) Clickety clack, it's fucked. I can't wait. I really want. One of us to like have something tear in the gym. clack yeah. <laughs> like, like, like a clickety-clack it's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit.
1: On that note, I think that's a good place to, to wrap up the episode. Short and sharp today. Short and sharp. To the point. Lots of banter. Lots of shit talking. Probably didn't learn anything. If you did, I
0: apologize. <laughs> I guess the overall message would be just do it, bro. Just, just tape it. <laughs> just, just tape it. Oh, they don't own you, man. You go, yeah. wherever, well, you go wherever you want. You Make know, the but, best decision for yourself. Yeah, and, too, if, but, and if you it's know When you're in the team, be part of the team, right? Yeah. But like, you know, if if your goals aren't aligned with the team, like, you know, off you go. Off you fucking go. On your bike, mate. On your bike. Incident, on your horse.
1: Oh, mate. No one rides a horse. On that note, thanks so much for listening. To the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast. This was episode number 73. If you enjoyed the episode and you want more goodness from the the podcasting gentleman, then you can find us on Instagram at Jitsu underscore podcast. And we have a Patreon. Also submit your audio questions. Episode 80. I was 80. about to say that. Bro. Ah, it in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> episode 80 is fast approaching. We need some more audio questions.
0: Yeah. last The last one was really cool. It was really yeah. nice to actually hear the audio questions and play them yeah. uh, for the episode for everyone else to hear. Uh, yeah, we enjoyed it. We, I mean, and we still- we prefer the audio questions. There was, we did get one particular question where the individual specifically said they weren't able for what it, I'm not gonna, I don't need to mention why, but they, you know, weren't, weren't comfortable to s- send through an audio question. So that's cool too. You can still send a text question. No, you can't. Okay, wait, said <laughs> you can't. So that person, we will not be answering it. No, we no, will, we will but question.
1: that's the, the only exception.
0: Everyone else, Audio off. questions. Audio questions. If you're
1: new to the podcast, every 10 episodes, we do a uh, Ask a Black Belt Q&A, or you can ask me if, if there's something to do with non-Black Belt related things. <laughs> 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 What's it like to be shit? at <laughs> <laughs> Well, strap yourself in. <laughs> but submit your audio questions. It's fast approaching. We want your questions and we want to hear your voices. So you can do so by the first link in our link tree, which can be found on our Instagram bio. Yes, it can. But- until next time,
0: boop, boop, beep, boop.